The following program is sponsored by Evangelical Life Ministries. Welcome to Engaging Truth, the manifestation of God's Word in the lives of people around us. Join us each week as we explore the impact of His message of spiritual renewal, from the lesson of forgiveness forged in the crucible of divorce, to the message of salvation learned by an executioner from a condemned killer, to the gift of freedom found in the rescue of victims of human trafficking. This is God's Truth in Action. Well, hello, Engaging Truth audience. Pastor Jeff Doria here with the most excellent guest today. We've got on our call Ben Gonzalez of the Texas District Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. So, hello, Ben. How is your day going so far? Oh, fantastic. Uh, Just excited to be with you guys and look forward to this time together. Fantastic. Well, good. It's great to have you. It's good to see you again. It's been a few years uh, since I've last seen you. So good to see you again. Um, So for our uh, listening audience, I would uh, love to have a little background um, about you, you know, your your upbringing in the Lutheran church, uh, your family history, you know, any kind of what your current family is, things like that. So feel free to share a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. So uh, my my dad is a Hispanic uh, Lutheran pastor. Uh, he is a he was a second career pastor, so he didn't uh, go into the ministry till about age thirty. Uh, he worked okay. with um, uh, Gulf Oil in West uh, in West Texas, and uh, but it all really got started through actually my grandmother. Uh, my grandmother was a praying grandmother, and she prayed for years uh, that my dad would go into the ministry. And uh, so yeah. after he got back from college, uh, he decided to to. Uh, extend his education and then go into the oil field, which broke my grandmother's heart because uh, she was really hoping for him <laughs> to become a pastor. But just persistent prayer for my grandmother, uh, and it just uh, it just came uh, one day through some conversations and through some events uh, where my dad just felt the call to ministry and uh, told my grandmother. And I heard the story is that she fell on her knees weeping, giving thanks to God. Uh, that my dad wow. was now going into the ministry. So so that's what got uh, our family started in it. We didn't have any pastors uh, previous to that in our in our family. Um, so my family then moved to St. Louis. Uh, my uh, dad completed uh, those four years there. Uh, and then his first uh, call was in the Houston, uh, right downtown uh, in uh, Houston, Texas, inside the 610 Loop, right off of Washington and Houston Avenue. So basically from first grade, uh, you know, on, I grew up in the inner city of Houston and okay. my dad pastored a Hispanic, uh, congregation there, uh, in downtown. Uh, so okay. I had the opportunity to, um, attend Trinity, uh, at that time it's called Trinity Messiah. Now it's called Trinity downtown, which interestingly, my brother is now an associate pastor there, uh, at that oh. church, my brother, my brother, Lonnie okay. Gonzalez. And so, uh, okay. so anyway, so we grew up there, uh, went to Trinity, uh, uh, Messiah downtown and graduated there, then went to Lutheran High North. Um, and by the way, my brother and my sister and I, we all kind of went through that same process. Um, we all graduated from Trinity uh, Messiah. We all graduated from Lutheran High North. And then at that time, just I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I, I had really felt that call to to quite uh, do ministry. But um, my dad's like, you got to get a job or you're going to the military uh, if you're not going to college. <laughs> You know, that was back in the day where the option to live at home was not there. <laughs> right. That's right. So, you didn't yeah, have that so, option. So, yeah. So anyway, so uh went to Concordia Austin and um 
met my my wife, uh, Catherine Joy. Uh, she was from Chicago. And really, it was watching her spiritual walk that really got me more interested in um, just started to fuel my call to the ministry. And so uh, we were friends that friends became, you know, we began dating. And then by the time we were graduating, uh, we were married. Um, and my wife was nine months pregnant when she walked across the stage uh, to graduate with our first child. And so so that's kind of the, the, the pathway. Um, uh, after that, went to the seminary. And then after the seminary, I took my first call back to Houston, uh, did some youth uh, ministry. And I tell people, you know, as a as a young pastor, that's about all they'll let you do is work with the youth when you come out. And so that way they have time to, to still fix them, you know, after you mess them up. So I did I did a year. Um, and, and really what happened is we planted a church within a church. And I didn't even know what church planting was. Uh, but I had a guy in St. Louis who was coaching me, mentoring me. And he's like, you you planted a church within a church. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. And so <laughs> that that really started, you know, at that time, there were no church planting networks. Um, right. You know, if you were doing church planting, you were really doing it on your own. And so okay. um, so back then, um, after that, I kind of jumped into the church planting world. And I spent about 15 years church planting. Uh, so planting up in St. Louis, came back and planted another church uh, in um Back in my neighborhood is where we started. Okay. Uh, we planted okay. a church there through Link Houston. Uh, I was under okay. Link Houston. Uh, and so, yeah, and then I spent, uh, after that, after about 15 years of that, um, I took a call to a church in Minnesota, um, spent about four, four or five years pastoring that church, then came back to Austin, and I landed here at the Texas District office. So, oh, uh, so yeah. Yeah. So my, my family is uh, my wife, KJ. She's from, we call her KJ. Her name's Catherine Joy, but people just call her KJ for short. Uh, she's from the Naper, Naperville area in Chicago. And uh, again, we met in college. Uh, she is a certified LCMS teacher, uh, but she right now is teaching at Farley Middle School. It's a public school in, um, in the Huddle area. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Austin area. But it's the northeast uh, side of the hippos. Of Those are the hippos, right? Yes, yes, yes. The yes. hippos. So, yeah. So she teaches there, um, and then my oldest daughter, who uh, is she's twenty two. Her name is Evelyn. She's married uh, to Daniel, and they actually met when we were doing ministry in Minnesota. And his dad's actually a pastor too, and so um, so they're married. They live in Pflugerville. Uh, they spent uh, last year in Nepal with YWAM. They were doing some discipleship okay. uh, training mm-hmm. and then went to Nepal to do some of their mission work. Came back here um, and they're working in the area, um, also serving at the church that we go to. And so that's Evelyn. And then my my oldest son, Tobias is his name. Um, he is 20. He's about to turn 21. And um, so he is with us. He's working and planning on uh, going to school. Um, and then Genesis is uh, 17, and she's going to be a senior next year at, at uh, the Huddle High. So she's a, she's a hippo. And oh, then my youngest son, my youngest son's name is Cross Benjamin, and he is 14. And he goes to, to the school that my wife teaches at right now. So okay. so that's kind of the, the layout of my family. Yeah. And a little bit fantastic. of my history. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, yeah. that's exciting. We could dive in and do a whole broadcast 
podcast just on your kids yeah. and, and the history there and the exciting things yeah. you're doing. So, so that's yeah. cool. Well, and it's, it's nice to know your family's that in that, in that Austin area and generally speaking, yeah. you know, and, uh, so you guys are still close yeah. by and connected. And so that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, you are serving. Yeah. You're serving an area that um, is not really part of that Austin area, I guess. Right. I mean, you're serving more North, um, but uh, most of our listening audience may not be aware of the geographics of that. So I was hoping you could describe your position uh, with the Texas district as a a mission strategist. And uh, for that, what area B is that? And uh, uh, you can kind of fill us in on what that looks like and how that connects to the vision of the Texas district. Yeah. So it's always weird for me to hear that title, you know, like, because uh, I think there's only one mission strategist, his name's Jesus. <laughs> so like, it's always kind of weird when people are like, hey, that's your title. I'm like, ah, it's not really my title. So, but, but yeah, so we are, uh, the area B actually starts um, in Taylor and Georgetown and Thorndale. So I have okay. three congregations that are actually a part of area B that are within 15 minutes of where I live. Oh, and so okay. it, it I actually didn't know it dipped comes, down that far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it actually comes all the way that far South. Then it follows 35 up to Waco and then from Waco to Dallas. And then okay. it goes over to uh, Texarkana and then mm-hmm. all the way back down. And so that's really the area that I'm concentrated on. But like I said, it's it's as it's as far south as 15 minutes from where I actually live. And so, okay, um, so yeah, so it's it's kind of nice that it's kind of that straight shot on 35 because I can kind of uh, hit a lot of places as I go up 35 up to the DFW area. Uh, but it's it's a little bit of a challenge because you know Austin is different than Dallas. And Dallas is different than Houston. Um, they're just different cultures. Um, even when it comes to like ethnic ministries, there's just different dynamics that are happening. And so that's a little bit of challenge living in Austin, but serving in the Waco, Dallas kind of area, which is really our primary. That's where a lot of things are happening right now is in the DFW area. And so we have, um, you know, we have, I think, to date, I think there's six church planting networks just in the DFW area, um, ranging from uh, Hispanic uh, church planting networks, uh, Eritrean, Liberian, um, and then some of our suburbs, we have uh, some of our Anglo um, uh, church planting networks. Um, but that's really a hot spot right now. Um, in Waco, I'm working with some guys there in Waco. It looks like they're going to restart a network there um, that started a while ago, after, you know, before COVID kind of kind of stopped after COVID. And now they're trying to get that re, uh, up again. But the Dallas Fort Worth area is saturated with uh, with 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 these uh, church planting networks. Um, and just to kind of give you an idea, we have um, a gentleman who's doing Hispanic ministry there. Uh, whose goal was to plant two churches, two Hispanic Lutheran churches in 10 years. That was his goal. And uh, he, the, through through the work of the Spirit, he has now planted six churches in seven wow. years. Wow. And so that's almost, that's almost a church a year, right? So yeah. it's, it's really, uh, 
there's so much that's going on. And actually the mission strategist that was in the position before me actually laid a really great foundation for a lot of that multiplication that were happening. So I feel like I'm just kind of coming in on the back end of his ministry and just really building off the foundation uh, that was laid there um, already. And so I'm not at this point really trying to do anything new. I'm just trying to support um, what's already been established. Um, and cause there's so much that's going on, especially, uh, in that DFW area. So that's kind of part of the, the role is to really support and encourage these, um, uh, church planters and new mission starts. But at the same time, it's also encouraging and supporting congregations and existing, uh, circuits as well. Because what we're finding is something incredible that that I think we didn't really see, you know, when I first started church planting, is we're seeing this partnership between existing congregations and ethnic ministries that are now coming together. And at some places, they're becoming one church. So it's not like, hey, we have our church, and then the ethnic ministry comes at one o'clock, and they have their church. And now what we're seeing is... There's actually a cross-pollination that's happening between our Anglo churches and our ethnic uh, ministries and new starts. And you're watching this cross-pollination where they're serving together, eating together, uh, doing outreach together, even some places where children's ministry is being combined. And so so there's just a lot of things that uh, the Spirit is doing uh, in that area. And again, a lot of that was uh, previous to the um, mission strategist before that just laid a great foundation for all of that. And so I'm kind of stepping in um, and kind of like trying to figure everything out because it's, you know, to go from planting churches to actually overseeing and supporting a bunch of church plants is quite a big shift for me, you know? Um, But it's, it, what makes it, makes it so good is I, because I've done that and specifically I've planted in inner city Houston where, um, it was it was uh, it was extremely challenging uh, in the inner city. Um, what's been helpful is I understand where a lot of these guys are at. Um, mm-hmm. I understand a lot of the frustrations and the grind and the mm-hmm. just the things that it takes to plant, uh, you know, a church in inner city, specifically with ethnic ministries. And so, uh, so that's been helpful uh, to be able to do that. So. Um, I think kind of big picture, uh, you know, the, the, the Texas district really wants to engage in a uh, catalyzing uh, missional uh, movement uh, through disciples that make disciples and churches that plant churches. So that's kind of like 30,000 feet. That's kind yeah. of the conversation that we have within our leadership is how do we catalyze through the power of the spirit and the power of the word of God? How do we catalyze a missional movement? that incorporates and includes disciples that make disciples in churches that plant churches. And so uh, what that means for me is I get to be a part of a bunch of new things. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, true. I, I, get, I get to work with them. Yeah. So, uh, but what it also means is I get to also encourage our existing congregation and I get to support them um, when they're looking and they're seeing demographics change in their area. I get to come alongside and say, have you thought about, because now your community has gone from 
you know, 60%, 70% Anglo. Now it's 70% Hispanic. Have right. you ever thought about what processes and strategies and postures do we need to find and raise up workers to reach and partner with to, to reach that new community? And so that's that's a joy too. And it always has its challenges, you know, but uh, but it's it's been very, very um, uh, fruitful uh, to, to be able to, to see what God is doing in the area. Oh, well, fantastic. Well, that's great to know what the spirit is doing there in Area B, and yeah. especially in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, where it's heavily yeah. populated, lots of population. So you got lots of opportunity. That mission field is, you know, yeah. very much ready for the harvest. So it's, it's yeah. exciting to see that happening. Yeah. Well, what I'm, I would love to hear in just a moment, um, maybe an example of one of the, uh, like an example of a really cool celebration, something that you really have seen God doing, just some exciting things. And then also, uh, you know, specifically, what are, what, what's one of the biggest struggles that, that you, you guys mm. are facing? And uh, so, uh, but before I hear from that, before I hear about those things, let me give a little, little break here, commercial break then, and say that thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast of Engaging Truth, part of Evangelical Life Ministries. If you're watching this on YouTube, smash that like button and subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming broadcasts. Also, please know that this ministry is made possible by the generosity of people like you. And if you would like to donate, we would greatly appreciate it as we continue to seek to publish relevant information of God's truth and how it engages the world. You can donate online through our website at elmhouston.org or send a check to ELM PO Box 568, Cypress, Texas 77410. Your gift is tax deductible and you'll be given a receipt. And finally, through our website, you can submit questions about our broadcast and even submit prayer requests. We'd love to hear from you. So, Well, now let's resume our conversation with Ben Gonzalez, mission strategist for Area B of the Texas District of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. And so, Ben, you just finished uh, describing a bunch of uh, just kind of that overview of what's happening, and especially in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, really, as far as geographical, it's kind of that the northeast corner of Texas. If you divided Texas in four uh, areas, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of have that big section starting in that da- uh, Austin area, uh, mm-hmm. and then going up and going going eastward. Um, so. And that's a large, a large geographical area. I'm just wondering, what are some of the biggest challenges, uh, struggles? You know, what are some of the biggest challenges uh, you would say that you're facing in Area B? Yeah, I would say, you know, personally, it's just the challenge of not being able to be everywhere, you know. Um, and so that's a little bit of a, a challenge. But I think part of that challenge is just uh, continuing to pour in and raise up uh, leaders. Um, and, you know, hold them up, you know, as leaders okay. and just continue to support them and relationally build relationships with them. So, but that's, that's a little bit of a challenge for me. It's such a large area that, right. man, I want to be everywhere. I, I want to see yeah. everything. I want to <laughs> be, I want to eat with everybody and, and be at everybody's service and everybody's new start and uh, be, you know, be able to pray with everybody. Um, but it's just, it's just the nature of this. Uh, so I think, one of the ways to come uh, combat that challenge is just to continue to pour just into a few people uh, in those specific areas and just 
continue to support them as they then they can support other people there. So, uh, so that that's a, a little bit of a, a challenge. I think a, another uh, challenge is um, you know we we all uh, know the passage very well uh, where the um, you know the harvest is plentiful uh, but the workers are few. And therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest, right? And so I think one of the challenges sometimes that I, I see is, uh, and area B is, I think somehow we feel like we have to produce the workers, right? And um, that passage doesn't say that we produce the workers. Uh, that passage says that we pray, right? <laughs> that we, that we so. pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would raise up workers yeah. for the harvest. And I think sometimes we uh we tend to posture ourselves with, well, we gotta we gotta find people. We gotta keep, you know, uh uh finding workers. And I'm like, well, yeah, but that passage says mm. that our posture is actually prayer. <laughs> right. And so and, and so and letting God work through us. So, yes, yeah. yes. So I, I think mm -hmm. that's right. And so I think one of the challenges I see um, and I don't know if it's a challenge, but it's something I'd like to, as I look forward into the future of of serving uh, Area B, is to really lean into just, um, you know, spiritual postures, spiritual renewal, um, okay. because I, I think, and I don't think our area is alone in this, but um, it could be nationwide. Uh, but what I'm seeing is we're seeing a lot of burnout. Um, mm. We're seeing guys that are wanting to quit the ministry. Uh, and like, look, man, I'll go work at Walmart, right? Or I'll go, I'll go sell insurance, you know, <laughs> something right. Like, Let's start looking you know? at alternatives. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we see burnout. We see uh, guys just leaving the ministry. And to be honest, as a as a, a district and a senate, we really can't afford for that to happen um, because we're reaching a place where uh, I, I think in the next couple of years, the amount of guys that are retiring um, leaves a de deficit. And right. so, um, so it's another I think challenge. Mm -hmm. it's another challenge, right? Yeah. So I think God's answering a lot of that through, uh, ethnic ministry, right? Where okay. God has actually been sending workers to the harvest. They're just coming through routes that we were not expecting. Right. right. And, and that would so, be one of the celebrations you're seeing yeah, in, absolutely. you know, in that area is uh, yeah. seeing how God is providing, but maybe not right. in a traditional sense that a lot of people yeah. are uh, expecting or waiting for, but it's coming yeah. in a different way. So God absolutely. is providing for his church. Absolutely. Well, that's great. So, well, we have we have about one minute or so. Okay. So um, <laughs> I'd love for two things to happen, two things that happen in that minute, minute and a half. Uh, do you have any final words uh, of encouragement or anything you want to say to your listening audience? And then also, if you'd be willing to lift us up in a short prayer and and just pray for that ministry. So yeah. Uh, so I'll leave it, give you an, that extra minute and go for it. Okay, so I, they're actually together, right? So I would ask okay. that um, you just that those who are listening uh, just continue to pray for uh, the Texas district to pray for um, uh, just the the spiritual renewal, the posture of prayer, uh, protection uh, for our pastors, for our missionaries, uh, for our district president. Um, just to continue to lift up prayers um, and to go to work with us first, primarily in a posture of prayer. So I would ask yeah. that uh, for all of our listeners. So that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So wonderful words. Well, good. Well, why don't we go ahead and um, I want you to close us out in a short prayer yeah. and then we'll wrap yeah. it up. Awesome. Thank you. 
Father, we bless you, we glorify you, we honor you, we give you the praise and the honor that you're due. We thank you for King Jesus. We thank you for his death. We thank you for his burial and resurrection. And we thank you for the promise that he's going to return uh, for his children. And so, Lord, we just ask that we would trust you during this time. Lord, we just ask that you would bless this ministry uh, that is producing this content. Lord, we ask all to bless all those who are involved. Father, we ask that you would bless the Texas district and area B and all the areas in the Texas district. Lord, may your light shine through us and may you receive all the glory, all the honor and all the praise in Jesus name. Amen. This is Pastor Jeff Doria with Engaging Truth. We'll come back again. Thank you for listening to this broadcast of Engaging Truth. Be sure to join us each week at this time. To help support our ministry, contact Evangelical Life Ministries Post Office Box 568, Cypress, Texas, 77410. Or visit our website at elmhouston.org or find us on Facebook at Evangelical Life Ministries. Thank you.